Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that keeps coming up. And it has, I've seen it on my own social media. I've seen it on other people's social media. I've seen it, um, you know, in, in our DTM Facebook group, our public Facebook group. I have been seeing it with my clients. And so I want to address it. And not only do I want to address it in a way of calling this out for, yourself to make sure that you're not doing this for other people, but to also provide some clarity and reassurance if this is happening to you. Okay. And here's what I'm seeing. People shaming other people for their financial decisions, for decisions in general. Um, and, And I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it, especially when it comes to money when it comes to debt, because here's what happens when there's so much already, right? There's already shame and internalized guilt that a lot of us feel when it comes to debt, when it comes to mistakes we've made, maybe opening up a credit card and not managing it well, or having, you know, loaning somebody money or maybe investing in something Dumb. I don't know. Whatever that may be, when it comes to making financial mistakes, oftentimes we have already internalized so much guilt and shame. And then, and then someone has the audacity to come over and project more guilt and shame onto us. Here's how I see this play out. I see this all the time. Um, just recently I made a video for social media. I put on uh, TikTok and Instagram and it was about how I was in $36,000 of debt at, uh, how old was I? 19. And then I paid that off when I, I think I was 22 by the time I was 22 paid off 36,000. And it was this post about like, Hey, here is some free financial literacy information, right? Some free financial literacy information that I took time out of my day to share with you so you can learn this for free. Let me emphasize, for free. And somebody comes and comments and goes, oh my God, how were you in debt at 19? How did you, like, what did you do? Like, why did you rack up so much debt at 19? That's so irresponsible. (laughs) And... I mean, now I laugh, right? If when that, when those comments came to me two years ago, I cried, right? I was like fetal position in the shower, 
just letting the water fall on me while I cried because it hurts so much. Because so often when people are saying things like that, there's that little voice inside of you, your ego, that's already said those things to you, right? It's already said those things. So when somebody else says it, it feels like validation to the the worst, to that inner mean girl, to the inner mean girl, right? Like it's, it's like if you feel, you just don't feel pretty, right? You don't feel pretty. And then somebody were to say, oh, like, are you tired? And you're like, well, I was right. Don't look pretty because somebody just pointed out that I look tired, aka like not pretty, right? And so it validates those inner fears or those inner points of vulnerability for us. And that, and so it's a two-part problem, right? Like the first part is that we have to let go of guilt and shame that we've internalized. We have to let go of any guilt and shame that we have for our financial mistakes because that doesn't help us pay them off faster. Resenting our mistakes and and having those negative feelings does not help us move forward. It keeps us stuck and it keeps us low energy and we don't want that, right? So that's part one is identifying that and remembering who the F you are, right? Remembering who you are and A lot of that just comes to really taking a moment in, taking a moment in. For me, growing up, I looked outward to find out who I was. I would wait until someone told me I was pretty and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool, I'm pretty. But then if somebody made fun of me, I'm like, oh, okay, no, I'm not pretty. I'd be like, oh, I got an A on this test, so I'm smart. Oh, somebody else got a better grade. Okay, I'm not smart, right? I look to external factors for my self-worth to determine what I was. But the truth is that I am everything already. I am smart regardless of what I get on the test. I am fill in the blank, right? I am pretty regardless of what other people say about me. I just, that's just who I get to be because I decided, right? It's objective, are there people out there who, if you gave them, uh, I don't know, a uh, like profile of me and said, is she smart? Is she pretty? Is she, um, I don't know, other like external factors, athletic? Is she this? That they would rate, no, that doesn't matter to me. Their opinion of me does not weigh higher than my opinion of myself. And so that's why it doesn't phase me. That's why those comments don't phase me because I know who I am. I know that worthy was my birthright. I know that I don't have to go out and earn worthy. I know I don't have to go out and earn pretty. I know I don't have to go out and earn smart. I know that I get to be those things because I choose to be those things. And that's who I am, right? Um, One of my favorite for all my... um, Christians out there, one of my favorite songs, if I'm just like having a bad day and I feel like just, you know, that, that belief in myself has been shaken of like, you know, maybe I am stupid. Maybe I am blah, blah, blah. One of my favorite songs is by Hillsong. Um, and it's who you say I am. And now I'm like questioning if that's the, <laughs> I'm like, wait, is that the, the name of it? 
But um, until you say I am by Hillsong, it's so freaking good. And I will basically listen to it on repeat. I like the live version. Uh, but basically the whole song is like, I am, I'm who you say I am, God. Like I'm who you say I am, not who anyone else says I am. And sometimes not even who I say I am because I'm an imperfect human, which means I will falter in my belief of worthy, of, of being worthy enough, right? Um, so just a little side note. But anyway, so problem number one and solution number one is feeling and internalizing guilt and shame. And we fix that. We fix that by, you know, doing the doing the inner work. And a lot of this is like, go to therapy, right? Like really working through trauma because a lot of the times we're holding on to that guilt and shame. It's not just like, let go, right? We have to do a lot more inner work for that. But so I'm not just saying like, just stop feeling that way. But I do want you to start being intentional about recognizing, oh, I'm internalizing a lot in guilt and shame around this financial decision. What tools do I have to be able to intentionally move forward in a different way, feeling a different way in this moment? And then repeating that, right? There's some days that you might need deeper work than that. And there are other days where you're like, no, instead of going down this thought spiral of feeling like crap about myself more so and more so and more so, I'm going to stop here and I'm going to be intentional, right? So there are there are kind of those surface level things that we can do. And then there are those deeper things that need other support. And that's totally okay. But no matter what, identifying what are the ways and what are the times in which we hold guilt and shame around our finances or in general. Okay. That's number one. And then working through those things, intentionally working through those things. The other side of it, right? If we could, if everyone solved that problem, it'd be like, oh yeah, baby, it'd be awesome. But then we have the other side of the coin, which is what I named this episode. Quit shaming other people right? The second part of it is that in addition to so many of us, right? I would say everyone to some extent holding guilt and shame around our financial decisions, financial mistakes, et cetera. Other people think, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to find that person and I'm going to comment and say, why would you have done that? That's so irresponsible. And I'm going to project even more guilt and shame onto them. And it it just blows my mind to think about, and honestly, this kind of makes me laugh too. Like it, it really does. Sometimes I'll read mean comments, especially on TikTok more so than Instagram, but occasionally if I'll have Instagrams that go, and it's this is a compliment, but also it, it's funny because there's such a line in the sand. When I make a post that is that kind of stays within the deeper than money community, right? Like everyone in our community sees it, but it doesn't like spread, right? Like it's not more so like the viral side of it. It's so supportive. People are supporting each other in the comments. People are like hyping each other up. They're celebrating themselves. It's so beautiful. And then, and then if I create a post, that goes a little bit more viral and, you know, more people see it all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, she's not in the deeper than money community or he's not in the deeper than money community because we'll get those one or two people that come in who are just complete assholes. So it cracks me up and it makes me so appreciative for all of you future bajillionaires listening. But so that's just a side note. But anyway, 
a lot of these people come in and it makes me laugh. This is what I was going to say earlier because I'm like, there's no way this person would walk up to me in real life off the street, not knowing me and say, how did you get into debt? How did you get into $36,000 of debt as a 19 year old? There is no freaking way that this person, I'm just imagining this, right? Like I'll go to their Instagram and you know, their bio is like, live, laugh, love, be kind to everyone. I'm like, all right. And, um, you know, I'll see like sweet pictures with their dogs. And I'm like, there's no way you just like walk up to me. You're on a walk with your dogs. I'm going to walk with my dogs. And you walk up. You're like, hey, Chloe, is that you? I know we've never met. My name is so-and-so. How did you get in that much debt? You're irresponsible. There's no way. Um, And so the internet really emphasizes this. However, the the internet really emphasizes this specifically for strangers is what I've really come to realize. Because there are probably... Or, or potentially people in your life who are close to you who do feel comfortable saying this to your face. And a lot of us are, you know, we're going home for the holidays in the near future, potentially. And even if you're not going home physically because of COVID, I'm sure, you know, hopefully you're doing some like Zoom or some, you know, phone calls or, or spending some sort of time together. And of course, there's all those jokes about like, no, grandma, I'm still single, like, know this. And, you know, bringing up politics or bringing up um, finances or bringing up your decisions. And a lot of times, the people close to us also fit in this category, right? They're, they're, they will shame you or shame me, shame us for our decisions, for our financial decisions. And so here's, here's the bottom line. Shaming someone comes from believing that your belief has to be other people's beliefs too, okay? AKA, if I believe that debt is bad and you should never have debt, okay? Shaming, shaming is when I'm saying, not only do I believe that, but everyone else must believe the same thing I do, so therefore, if they don't, I'm going to shame them for that, okay? And, and there, it's wrong for so many reasons. One, we're all allowed to have our own beliefs, okay? Wild, wild idea. Um, but another huge reason is that it also fails to recognize how people might have grown up differently than you. It also fails to recognize how people might have different lives than the lives that you grew up in. For example, you know, maybe you grew up, maybe to you, having debt at 19 seems crazy, but your parents paid for your college. Your parents could afford to pay for your college, and so they paid for your college. So for you, in your own circumstances, it might seem crazy as a 19-year-old to have debt. But for someone who the option was don't go to college or get debt out so you can go to college, their decision makes sense for them, okay? And maybe somebody else is like, I couldn't even get the loans for me to be able to go to college. And so I'm jealous of the person who has debt because that 
would have been my dream. Like that would have been my goal. So not only are you shaming the person who has debt, you're shaming the person who didn't even have the opportunity to be able to do that. And basically what it comes down to is not recognizing your privilege, not recognizing your privilege. And again, I'm not at all saying that you didn't have you know, hard things that you went through, or you didn't have your own set of, you know, curveballs that were, that were thrown at you. But what I am saying is that when you're taking time to shame someone else without knowing their life and how they grew up and the maybe prejudices that they face and the systemic problems or oppression or um, whatever that they face, shaming someone without knowing that just, it, it blows my mind. And I, and I want to reiterate that I'm not saying this specifically to that person who said this to me. I'm not claiming like, she doesn't know where I'm coming from. I'm saying this for the people that you might have shamed in the past or to the trolls out on the internet who are, you're seeing them shame other people and you have the opportunity to step in and say something. It's just, it's messed up, you guys. It's messed up. And, you know, we all know the saying that if you walk in somebody else's shoes, that you have a better understanding of where they came from. But the biggest thing is just to remember that you're in charge of your financial decisions. And I I had a comment, uh, a negative comment recently, excuse me. And they said, um, it was a comment on, I made a post about why you should not pay off your debt. And one of the reasons why you should not pay off your debt right now was if you had a big trip coming up, that if you paid off debt but didn't save for the trip, then you'd have to go back into debt to pay for the trip. And somebody commented and said, you should not tell your clients that they can go on trips um, when they're in debt. (laughs) And I said, I am not responsible for my client's decisions. I am not their parent. I am not the dictator. I am not here to tell my clients what they can and cannot do. I'm here to show them, hey, if you're going to take the trip, here is the outcome. Like, here's what we need to do to plan it. And here's the, I don't want to say consequences if it's a bad thing, but here's the, you know, the outcome of those decisions. And if you don't go on the trip, here's the outcome of those decisions. The choice is yours, right? I make recommendations. I empower my clients to make their own decisions once they know the full picture and, and feel good about it no matter what. And so again, it's, it, it's the same thing about shaming is you are not responsible for other people's decisions. You are not responsible for making sure that everyone is doing the same thing you're doing. You are not responsible for making sure that everyone is spending money the way you spend money. You're not responsible for that. And since you're not responsible, you should not be shaming other people. And if you are someone who's getting shamed, right, you're getting the comments or the, um, you know, the, the parents or the grandparents or whoever, whatever's going on, stand firm and set a boundary there. Stand firm and set a boundary. And that can look like however you want it to. But just saying like, hey, I understand that that might be your decision, but I am, I'm going to make decisions based on my financial priorities since I'm an adult. I have my own financial priorities. 
I have my own things that I am dealing with and, and my own mistakes that I will gladly own, but, but that's not your responsibility to deal with. Or just setting the boundary of like, hey, this is not a conversation that I'm willing to entertain right now. But really setting that boundary so you are not, the bottom line is so you are not giving more shame to other people or taking on more shame from other people, right? Because we have enough baggage. We have enough guilt and shame built into us already. We do not need to take on anything extra, okay? So that is your reminder today. Both sides of the coin, don't be given any shame to other people and also don't be taking on shame from other people. We got it. We got to collectively do better on this, okay? And just take a deep breath with me and release Release that top layer, right? It, you, it might not get every layer, but release that top layer of guilt and shame that you're holding in about any mistakes you've made, of any debt that you have, of anything that you have going on. It's okay. It's safe here. It's okay. You get to be empowered and you get to start making the decisions that feel really good and, and you get to turn around whatever you need to turn around, right? It's all good. It's all good. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the deeper than money podcast. And I will see you back next week.